0: What do I say? What's my opening?
1: <laughs> Here and there and everywhere. And
0: everywhere, right?
1: <laughs> all across the land. You throw that in the you yeah. Here and there and all across. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry,
0: Merry Christmas. To anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, listeners here and there and everywhere, all across the land. Welcome to the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my beloved brother in law, Brad Coleman. Brad, I did it. There we go. You did it. it. I'm so proud of you, DJ. (laughs) I got it in. (laughs) <laughs> Listeners, I drew a monstrous blank. I was like, what the heck do I say? How do I do this? What are we Words.
1: doing? Is the a podcast?
0: Talk. <laughs> um, so, Brad, dude, I get to see you. Sharon and I and the kids get to see you and Tabitha and the kids next week, man. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Um, I'm excited you get to see me, too. I'm very excited <laughs> that I get to see you. Albeit quickly like i don't know it'll be i know it would be brief but um uh just to seriously just dive right in i mean i figured that this would be a really good episode for me and you brad to just kind of talk back and forth about about um about christmas and um like our pasts you know like like let's start out like i really want to start out with favorite christmas traditions but i just want to take i just want to take the episode today and listeners um if in fact you're listening to this before christmas um this is just going to be me and brad just talking about uh talking about our 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 memories and our our histories of 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 christmas and we certainly Hope that you uh, that you t- that you take the annual opportunities to to kind of reflect as well. But if you're listening to this after Christmas, obviously, Merry Christmas! But, Brad, what is in fact your favorite Christmas tradition? My
1: favorite Christmas tra- tradition. All right, we're gonna have to pause. So it's um, you're you're you're
0: breaking up. You're ramming out.
1: Yeah, I heard something through the speaker that way, but I was hoping it, it stopped because I only heard half of your question.
0: Yeah, here we go. Let's start it again. Brad, what is, in fact, your favorite Christmas tradition?
1: My favorite Christmas tradition. Uh huh. So let me say that as a kid, this was not my favorite Christmas tradition. Uh, okay. But I've carried it on, so it's probably not my kids. I know it's not my kids' favorite Christmas tradition, but I love that my dad did it, and I love that we do it. Yeah, and that's before we open presents on Christmas morning. We read Luke two, yeah, um, or, or at least the the main chunk of Luke two. And I, and honestly, that was one of the things with Dad was like you never knew where he was going to stop. Was he going to stop after the shepherds? Was he going to go yeah. on? Was he going <laughs> to hit the temple and like, yeah, <laughs> eight days later, um, right. did To so know revelate, just, and move just,
0: into Revelation five and six, yeah. you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but but I love that, you know, and 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 Dad always explaining like, look, uh, Christmas is about Jesus, and so. We, we want to read the story of the first Christmas and then open presents. And so we've done that all the kids' lives. Like, uh, we've continued that tradition. We, yeah. You know, it's something we do. And, you know, and I can see the same squirmy that that I got mm. when I was their age, when it was just like, how far is it going to go? <laughs> all right we're to the shepherds we're to the shepherds we're, we're almost there we right? we can open presents in a minute you know it's the, yeah this is the longest story ever <laughs> um so i hope they grow up one again to to focus on christ that, uh, that christ christmas is about christ right uh but also i hope that they are more like me and they're going man i really am glad that we did that every year and and hope they'll do it with my grandkids um But I guess that'll be up to them. Yeah, that's that's probably probably my favorite. It's just that, and then opening presents, you know. And of course, as an adult, you know, I never understood this before. Like as a kid, you don't understand. Yeah, like that. It really is more fun to watch your kids open presents than it is is. for you to open presents. Because I mean, we're adults, right? I mean, for the most part, DJ, we want something. We'll just go Florida, get it. Go it. <laughs> that's I mean, right. Yeah, I like that <laughs> yeah. Cubs hat. I'm just gonna go
0: buy. Just it go get one. Uh, yeah, you know, I know, right? I
1: have, yeah, I have adult money. Yeah, <laughs> um, but also just adult just money. seeing just seeing the the joy and the stuff that that they get out of out of that. So, yeah, that's for me. What about you? What's
0: your favorite? Yeah. So, and 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 this is true that when Cher and I got married. You know, in and and the whole process of what did I do, what did she do? How is that gonna? How is that gonna conjoin in in our household? Um, Brad, I'm not joking when I say, like in terms of Christmas traditions, we actually didn't have any. And in the in the same sense of what you said, or of of how Cher grew up. So, um, I'll give you I'll give you two. But one of them I inherited when I got married hmm. um the one the one that I, the one that I, I grew up with that again is not in the same sense as the Christmas tradition like what do you do on Christmas Day Brad, I love I'm talking about to, to my core I love holiday road trips because that's how I grew up mm-hmm. um so growing up near Chicago, uh, my mom's parents, um, um, you'll remember, Grandmama. My mom's parents mm-hmm. lived nine hours from us in in the central part of Kentucky, and then my dad's parents, when I was when when Tabitha and I were really little, they lived in Florida, so that was like a, I think like a twenty three hour drive from us, mm-hmm. and then they moved to the western the western ish part of Kentucky, and so twenty three hours became eight. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, like m- like our closest our closest sort of not immediate relatives, but like grandparents are usually closer than aunts and uncles in terms of in terms of of like familial bond right our closest was eight or nine hours um and so dude i could not wait for the road trip now my dad may very well tell a different story because for all I know, you know, for <laughs> all I know a <laughs> yeah, yeah, little different. Yeah, he probably remembers it Yeah, well, yeah. Why aren't we there? Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't remember those questions, but um I love telling Shara and I know she probably gets sick and tired of hearing me say it, but like during during the Christmas season when when we're when we're on on a road trip, um Visiting, you know, typically visiting her folks, uh, mm-hmm. who live, who currently live in Michigan. Um, I mean, just just the anticipation, the excitement, not just of getting there, but I mean, growing up near Chicago, there were what two or three thousand people in my little town, but in in one and a half square miles, so everything was built up. When we when we left the city limits, when we left the the like the metropolitan area and the suburbs and we got like really kind of into the rural parts of Indiana and then certainly the rural parts of 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 Kentucky. But going in, going in and out of big cities here and there and just seeing just seeing how other people live and seeing uh, one of my one of my most favorite things to see. When we got into, when we got into the central part of Kentucky. So, so listeners, if, if you knew anything about, about like, um, um, as, as, as our part of the country calls it, um, uh, what, what is it? The, the heart Help me out. Um, it's like the, 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 not the heart of the South, but I'm trying to think of trying to think of the, the, the term that the Western part of Kentucky uses. Cause the word's heart, word heart is in it, but, um, lost we, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. South to remember, yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Right, I'm trying to remember what they call it. But anyways, once we hit Louisville, like I-60, I sixty, I I sixty five, I think. Um, uh, moving going south. Once we passed, once we passed through Louisville, obviously like the, the um, the contour of the land completely changed. One of my favorite things to see was where construction crews had dynamited through. What I thought were huge mountains, right? I mean, living near yeah. Chicago, but but the hills and the mountains they dynamited through, and you could see just those sheer rock faces, and you drive through, it and I w- I would just I would look at those in awe. I couldn't wait to see them, see the icicles hanging off. I mean, like I like to me seriously, Brad. The the thing that I the thing I remember the most about about not being able to wait for were mm-hmm. seriously the road trips, but. One of my favorite Christmas traditions now that I, again, that I inherited. And I love that, that Cher's family does this, but I will say that the reason that they do this is because she grew up having the ability to do this. Cause everybody lived like five, mi- five minutes from each other, five miles from each other mm. is um, at her grandparent at her grandmother's house. And this year it'll be different. It'll be the first time. Um, and it'll be, okay. it's, it's okay. But anyways, um, at her grandmother's house, Every year on Christmas Eve, every year never fails they they have they have a get together mm. um and and I think it's I think it's so special, so cool because everybody for decades, everybody's been doing this on Christmas Eve um and and it's a really fun tradition. and matter of fact mm. it was one of one of the sweetest things that that I've experienced is my first year of marriage um when we were over there. Uh, her grandmother's name is Anna Lou. So right before the meal, you know, we all stood around table, the spread, we held hands and Anna Lou looked at me and she said, DJ, would you pray? Oh man. Like this, like Mm -hmm. uh, it it was, it was, it was what a way to, to show me, you know, you're welcome into this family. It was, you know, it was bringing me and it was really cool. So, um, dude, even like, even though dad is a pastor, we didn't Mm -hmm. do the loop two thing. And, and, and I have, I've, I've, I've thought about like starting, starting to institute that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Noah is definitely old enough to like it. to, to, you know, to, to enjoy it to kind of know what's going Mm on. Addie's three and Zoe's will be two in in January. So one of the things I've, I've thought about is, you know, if Sharon and I decide to do that, I think we need to do it at least when the kids know what's going on. Now I, I don't know how you guys facilitated that when they were mm-hmm. little bitty. Um but, but we've just done it every year. Really? Okay. Yeah. That yeah yeah, just, yeah that's cool. Just, um because we haven't, I think it would be I think it would just be a, a weird transition, I think, for for the little bitties But yeah. um uh yeah man that that's that really is that really is my the 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 traveling thing has always been yeah. the thing that I look forward to the most at, at Christmas time. And I've yeah. and I've already I've already told Shara that I know when her parents, you know, retire, which is pretty, pretty close. Um, when when her parents retire and and I know they're gonna move kind of kind of somewhere around us. I'm I'm Brad, I'm gonna miss desperately. I'm serious, man. I'm gonna we're miss just, just the, the travel. Just take
1: the turn. You guys just come to us.
0: Just, that's fair we'll, yeah okay we'll Christmas <laughs> yeah. so I get, get that see. okay <laughs> yeah
1: so you mentioned grandmama and yeah I'm sitting here as we're on the zoom call and I'm and kind of looking at myself and it just always makes me smile because Grandmama like always welcomed me uh, she always made me feel oh, like a dude. member of the family yeah but every single time that she saw me Facial she humor. would say, Brad, <laughs> you know you'd be a good looking man. If you cut off that facial hair,
0: oh man, and she like, would rag on me I too. Give, yeah. What I would give, oh, for I know, her to
1: see me right now, yeah, like because back then, a lot of times I just had to go tea, or that's a, true, you know, that's true, or, or oh, yeah, yeah. Beard, or <laughs> hey, Norman, look, look at this thick beard, yeah, and, <laughs> UPS. and so it's like, <laughs> just love to see her, just love to see her right now, and just
0: <laughs> dude, she was a tank, man, like. Yeah you like I I I love I love that generation could we if we can park here just for a second it has nothing to do with really Christmas but dude that generation they knew how to they knew how to fight and when I say yeah. fight I'm not talking about like not, not just like World War II because granted yeah. granddaddy served but man not couldn't anything bring them down you know like yeah. the whole idea of the whole idea of 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 um you know, everybody being offended by the smallest little thing, man. Yeah. Screw that mentality. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Like, <laughs> grandmama. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Were you offended? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Did you die? <laughs> no, it's exactly right. It did kill <laughs> you, you probably, did it? Yeah, it didn't kill you,
1: dude. You're like, if I had a dollar for every time
0: I've been offended, I'm gonna. If if I may, like, I, 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 I've oftentimes wondered, am I, am I a, am I a Gen Xer or am I Millennial? I really I really feel myself as a Gen Xer because – and this is going to sound like I'm, I'm – uh, if it sounds arrogant, Brad, I'm sorry. But the other day, um, I had a student ask me, like – so I just finished up finals today. Um, and last week, I was – like, we really – I brought my students in for a particular uh, – for a class that I teach and handed out uh, you know, a study guide. And we just kind of took a little bit of time. If I, they have any questions, now's the time to do it. And and the conversation just kind of trailed off, and we chased some rabbits. I didn't care because I mean, really, at that point in time, I'm I'm on their time. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that was asked me was, Doctor Colt, do you get offended? Because you really kind of seem like you really kind of seem like somebody that that would be hard to offend. And I was like, No, I don't really get offended. And and I and I and I explained to them. To me, if you get offended, it means that you're not mature enough mm-hmm. to handle to handle the you know the controversy or whatever and I think like I think in all honesty, there are things that would offend me um but it would it would be really hard to do that and I and seriously, man, like growing up growing up with 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 dad being being the military guy that he was coming through, coming through Nam. Mm-hmm um having having uh grandmama and granddaddy and grandma and grandpa both living through world war ii like yeah I've, I've got pretty thick skin um but seriously grandmama granddaddy grandma and grandpa like they could take it man yeah i i i, I often think about i often think about grandmama such a sweet lady it really was. I mean, and like, she you did, know, man. She listening. loved you. She I really mean, did. And
1: even right. And even when she said that, you know, she said that, you know, that soft.
0: Yes, I know. With the soft. Oh, like, I know.
1: Like, I really wish you would do that, but you know, I'm just I'm gonna say this every time I see you.
0: Every time. <laughs> she hated facial hair. Seriously, <laughs> she would rag on me anytime that she like, yeah. and and again, she loved gosh, she loved me and Tabitha so much um but yeah anytime she saw me tj i just wish that you would get rid of that darn facial hair all right so brad coming back to let's kind of reel it back in here to to christmasy stuff christmas. christmas was was there like was there anything about you as a kid during the christmas season that was sort of like kind of a bad habit like you know that 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 you that that you kind of don't really do anymore i'll give you mine um I don't know if you know this about me. I was a hardcore snooper. Mm. Hardcore. I knew where mom and dad kept Christmas presents. And if Mm. I couldn't find them, challenge accepted. Like like I am going to find where, where that was. Um, And I'm sure uh, parents, if by chance you are listening to this, just skip forward about two or three minutes it, you know, if there are kids nearby, but Brad did, has Tabitha. I'm, I can't imagine that Tabitha has has not revealed to you how mm. she stopped believing in Santa. Has she told you that story? Uh, probably, but I, I I don't remember. I showed her where her Christmas
1: present was. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sarah here's, hates that story. Yeah. So so here is my thing. I one. I'm a very conscientious person and I always have been, even as a kid. Okay. Very rule follower, very, yeah. Yeah. you know, straight edge. Used to, um, matter of fact, I'm less probably of that now. I'm still yeah. very conscientious and that stuff, but like, yeah, not as like hardcore about like, eh, you know, rules are made yeah. for people, not people for rules. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. So I one I never snooped, one mm-hmm. for that reason, and two because I grew up with my mother, and my mother, as I've probably said before, at least in my opinion, doesn't blow smoke. Yeah, um, my mom follows up with her threats. That was one of her things. Like, oh, like, dude, yeah, I don't threaten. Mm. And <laughs> and my mother would tell us, um, if you go looking for your presents and you find them. They're not your presence anymore. Oh and I will give them away to somebody else.
0: That's amazing. Um, and that is so, so ironclad. And so yeah. I
1: was like, <laughs> I was afraid I was gonna accidentally run upon them. Like, oh, oh no, I gosh. can't like I can't open the closet because what if I see it? And then yeah, she'll know. And like, you know, my mom just seemed to always know. Like, like, how did you how do you know? How, how do you yeah. know? So I never did. Now, I don't know if my brother did. Right. Um, But I certainly didn't test her on that because normally when mom says something like that, <laughs> she, she backs it up. She's like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That was your decision. You know, I, was, yeah. I, I wanted you to have that. So, 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 yeah, uh, never, never st- Never snooped. Uh, probably the worst would be uh, like at my grandmother's when we were all looking to see whose name was on it. Mm. We would do Christmas Eve with my dad's mom. Okay. And uh, a lot of family. And so a lot of presents. And, you know, shaking the presents and, you know, and getting getting antsy. Uh, because the biggest rule there, and I hated this, and I would love it now, but I hated it then, mm. was we don't open presents until everybody is eaten and done yeah and, yep. and we're talking you know my family members my dad you know you're talking two or three servants so it's like you know everybody's done everybody's ready <laughs> yeah, right. and the other thing was mama audrey had to be home it was her and she oftentimes had to work on christmas eve she worked at the hospital mm. and so a lot of times she'd get home late well we couldn't eat until, until she got oh got there.
0: wow oh man and then
1: and then we couldn't open presents until everybody had finished eating mm-hmm. and it was like this is never going to end i will <laughs> say though some of my favorite times in that window was my uncle mike uh he's he's long since gone on to be with the lord yeah um one of the best storytellers and joke tellers that that i've ever known and he would sit (laughs) on the couch and tell us these jokes and just perfect delivery and he'd tell us these stories and i mean man we'd just be rolling and it would just make the time pass yeah but now he was a big guy so he didn't do that until he finished eating (laughs) (laughs) but you know but it was worth it i mean and i just remember like used to thinking as a kid i always loved jokes but i would I always had a horrible delivery. Yeah, I feel like I've got a better delivery now. Um, but like, <laughs> but like, I was just like, how does he do it? I would tell the same joke that he told. Yeah, and it just people would be it's like, oh funny. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, no, no. If you heard my uncle tell it, because he he knew where to pause, he mm-hmm. knew how to like raise this anticipation, and it was. It was fantastic. And that's some of the best memories, just sitting in the floor in front of the couch. Yeah. And open presence. And here's my uncle, Mike, just, just, just telling these stories and telling these jokes and how it's rolling. And, and I think he ate it up too. You know, I think oh. he was eating up. He probably didn't have that audience of
0: <laughs> very <laughs> that's much. It's probably a, true. Yeah. You know, like, Yeah.
1: All these kids and we just thought it was hilarious.
0: So the, the whole, um, like you, we can't do anything until after we eat. I mean, we did have that rule, you know, at at times if, if um, I don't know if, if we were going to, we were going to maybe eat, eat, say at grandma and granddaddy's, you know, we'd, yeah. we'd eat dinner and then open presents or something. Nobody opened presents until so they are done eating. But um, that was like really the only setting of, of that particular tradition. And yeah. I mean, you've eaten with my parents enough to know that once, once foods on, once foods on your plate, if it's kind of like, you know, buffet style, you just sit down and you start eating. Yeah. And, and mom is notorious for starting to eat dinner before other people are done eating, eating their food. And that's, dude, that's the way I grew up. Like that, that was just, that's just run of the mill. I thought that was my reality. Yeah. However, um, and this uh, Shara's Shara's uh, mom's parents, um, we were, this is our first year of marriage and we were visiting them for Thanksgiving and I knew, I, I didn't know about this tradition that she, you know, that they had until, until we got there. Cher told me, okay, so here's what's going to happen. You know, we'll everybody get their food, we'll sit down, we'll eat and when we're done eating, everybody will, um, like that's when we put the Christmas tree up and, you but know, yeah, what she didn't tell me is that and then after we put the Christmas tree up, then we have dessert. So we're sitting there and I'm doing my I'm a newbie thing. And, you know, I'm done with my food and I'm just kind of sitting there. And uh, and her grandmother, Jenny, looks at me. And she said, uh, DJ, there's some pie in there if you want. OK, you know, like. <laughs> like cool. I set you up. she did set me up so i so i you know so i i get up and i go in i get a i get a piece of pecan pie and i sit down and i don't even notice that nobody else is eating dessert why not because again what's my reality my reality is when your food's when your food's gone you just go get some dessert sit down and eat so so here i am i'm eating my pecan pie and and like a couple, of her, a couple of her family members are, you know, are, are kind of hustling and bustling getting the Christmas tree together. But Cher looks at me and she says, what are you doing? And so I'm, You know, I'm eating dessert. I'm enjoying this pie. And she, what are you doing? and she said, we don't eat dessert until after we're done eating or after we're done decorating the Christmas tree. And I'm like, I can't back this up. There's no way I can take this action back, but here's here's this is like <laughs> this like is like we
1: changed that now. <laughs> I, know, I
0: know, right? This is this is kind of the southern hospitality thing that sometimes gets under my nerves. Nobody said a word to me, except for Shara. But there was a part of me that, like, because I was brand new, there was a part of me that was thinking, Is everyone judging judging me? Yeah, everybody is judging me right now. That listen, as someone who grew
1: up in the south and who's familiar (laughs) with southern hospitality, I can tell you 100% they were all judging me. That for grandma, because she probably hated that rule. And she's like, You know, we got the new guy, we're going to throw him under the bus. Then maybe we'll change this stupid rule so I can have my Uh, pie.
0: Dude, I love it. That is so perfect because Jenny definitely had that personality of just yeah, you know you, you like who cares about the social institutions do what you want to do if you want there's there's yeah. certain there just get up and get – oh She's man that's just wonderful
1: like, dj you're supposed to bring me a piece of pie too <laughs> i guess we didn't teach you that like yeah, hey right. i was really trying to get my pie <laughs> right oh
0: that's brilliant brad <laughs> um so uh let last thing here brad what is your favorite part of um of the christmas story of the christmas story of the christmas story um well
1: jesus obviously but um <laughs> the fact that he went and told or he sent the messengers to tell the shepherds oh yeah the the because the shepherds you know they weren't highly respected guys yeah they were looked at more as vagabonds and they, they were outsiders for the most part i mean they were necessary but right but it, it the guys to hang out with sheep out in the fields at night it's just weird. You know, you're weird. You're <laughs> outsiders. You're You are yeah. you're probably the last person that got invited to most parties. But when God sends his son to be born, yep. he has the first, the first <clears throat> people that he tells, yeah. you know, other than Mary and Joseph, you know, it's like, Hey, and the fact that like you get one angel appearing and he's like, uh, I love it cuz what are angels always do? Like if they're there for good news at least. They're always like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. don't be afraid.
0: Don't be afraid."
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's a reason for that cuz they're scary looking. Uh even if they're just appearing as men and really bright and all this. It's you know, it's out of the ordinary. It's like, "Oh, yeah, hey,
0: where did you come from?" Yeah. <laughs> "Hey, don't I be guess be afraid." Yeah, right. I guess I guess this I guess the life the life that I know is over now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why you're here.
1: And <laughs> I, I, I do like that he guy kind of sets it up with like yeah all right we're, we're gonna kind of ease you guys in right because one angel don't be afraid yeah and then the sky was filled with the multitude of the heavenly hosts last yeah. time i checked the multitude is a whole bunch
0: <laughs> i know right? raising
1: god and saying and so yeah so it's you know, Charlie over there going like, man, this is awesome, but um, I just pooped myself. You know, I need to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, let's go see. Let's go, let's see. go see. Yeah. And, and they go see and they worship. And then what do they do? They go, hey, we got to go tell everybody else. I know. Yeah. And I love that because if you, not to pick on the rich elite, of the day because i don't know them but if you'd have told the pharisees right If you have told the rich elite i'm just gonna make the assumption they're not worried too much about telling everybody else i know something you don't know i mean you're I got yeah. something i got yeah. something you don't got or what it would the- or
0: or or dude it would it would even it would even like give them more ammunition to validate the um like their their we are their god's their social position that favor. they thought that they yeah, yeah.
1: god's favor but no right. god goes to the outcast God yeah. goes to the ones that everybody else probably would have forgotten to invite if they mm-hmm. would have chosen to invite them anyway and he yeah. invites them first he announces it to them and of course i mean you can look throughout scripture and go god calls himself a shepherd right jesus is, is the good shepherd yeah um God seemingly, you know, God, God says he's not, he doesn't play favorites, right? But seemingly he, he does have a place, a special place in his heart for shepherds. Um, Not saying that he's playing favorites. Again, I'm not trying to contradict God because I'll be wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But, you know, <laughs>
1: but it is, I it just, I think it, that's one of the things it's right up there with like Jesus and the woman at the well, which is probably one of my favorite stories of Jesus mm. and John and uh, the woman yeah. of Samaria because the more I think about it, the more I go like, you didn't like the like key came there for her, not for water, right? Yeah, yeah. He he. That's you right. know, and it's just and <clears throat> and she's the one that's like, even she's going like, why are you talking to me? You're not supposed to be talking to me. You're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan, and I'm a woman. Yeah, like you know, and so he just breaks countercultural, and so he does that in the Christmas story. He tells shepherds mm-hmm. he invites shepherds to come look at his son who by the way is not in the ritz bethlehem you know right yeah he's he's in a feeding trough yep uh with animals it probably smelled really not good
0: i mean you knew it didn't it smelled yeah. like a zoo
1: yeah, you know what and, i mean absolutely uh, and they're amazed yeah but, they, but then they go out and they tell right they go tell they go tell so they do what we're supposed to do with the gospel because the angel said, Hey, I'm coming to bring you good news. Well, that's what the gospel is. That's what gospel mm-hmm. is. Good news. Great yeah. joy for, for all people. See, boom. And then they, they go see the good news that they've heard about. And then now they're going to go tell everybody else so that they can go see the good news. And that's what we're supposed to do with the gospel. That is the, the message, right? That we receive the gospel. We yep. receive Christ. Hey, now let's, tell you about it so you can, so you can get it. Yep. And I just, I just think that's a beautiful part of the story for me.
0: That's awesome, dude. Um, So course, Jesus, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, Jesus. Sure. What's your favorite part of Christmas story? <laughs> if it's not Jesus, why? So um, I actually have, I've got one that's, more emotional and one that's more like kind of intellectual okay. my favorite my, my the the one that i the one that i i tell a lot um you know if, if people you know if i'm in a conversation of what's your favorite thing about the christmas story um i actually say abraham abraham and and like usually usually it's kind of like a jarring answer and and like i can see people thinking abraham's not a part of the christmas story <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't apparently you don't know the christmas story dj yeah, yeah. um who so, is
1: bible name like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's abraham
0: <laughs> that's my favorite yeah. part yeah. <laughs> was that the name of the donkey like yeah, you know, right. <laughs> no I uh, I was thumbing through the Bible and said I picked that one no um the reason the reason Abraham is and this is it's more intellectual it is emotional, but the reason Abraham is one of my favorite parts of the Christmas story is when you read the genealogy of Jesus mm-hmm. um so Abraham and then Isaac mm-hmm. the the gap between Abraham and Isaac is 25 years. Hmm. If in fact, Abraham and Sarah had not, you know, obviously let's just say, let's just say that, that if it, if they had not waited or, or if, if that had not happened 25 years later, that entire genealogy Hmm. would be different. If they like, if, if, if Sarah had gotten pregnant a year Before she actually did, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, and to some people, to some people, I I, listeners, I I totally get this if you're thinking, but that didn't happen. So why on earth would you, would you focus on that? Because the specific nature of how God works, Mm -hmm. not as a generalist, like, and not, and, and like just the right time to me, Brad personally is not even specific enough. It's the perfect time. Because had had I mean, like it's 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 insane to me Mm. the amount of generations that are listed from Abraham Mm. to Jesus. And technically, I guess you could say, well, then then shouldn't your favorite part be Adam? I mean, you can go back that far if you want. But to me, when when you when you trace the generation data points between Abraham and Jesus, it is insane how perfect it is. Mm I thought
1: you were gonna go with like transfiguration, like type of thing, and like you know Abraham, (laughs) and 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 and, like um, Jesus tells the Pharisees, like Abraham, Uh if you were truly sons of Abraham, you you you'd worship me because Abraham (laughs) saw my day and he rejoiced, and I was like, oh, is he like, is he going with like, okay, so Abraham saw. The, the birth definition. of Jesus. Yeah.
0: like
1: <laughs> heaven. And I have a real no, like, on with Abraham. So
0: I, <laughs> Yeah, no. And, and and that's what I say. I know it's really jarring, but um to yeah. me, to me, it's it's just more it's more evidential proof. What is this just started, started long ago. Lot, yeah. Oh like man. God's God's
1: plan. And that's what so I'm you know, I'm teaching Wednesday night through Genesis right now. And okay. So, so, like, we just last night we're like, you know, um, Isaac, uh, you know, Abraham go sacrifice Isaac. And, yeah. And so, seeing all that and talking about how, like, look, if you didn't know, and some people make this accusation that uh-huh. oh, the Bible is just made up by like a couple guys and they just wrote it, mm-hmm. and, and, which little they know when you make that accusation, you're actually throwing light on the truth of the scripture. Like because like, oh, because it looks like somebody just came and wrote so, because they did, because God wrote it. Because We're, God
0: wrote this. Yeah. You know, no, you're yeah, exactly right. Yeah. But
1: but it was written, you know, and, and again, when you look at the history of the documents, when you look at the history of the Old Testament and the New Testament, I mean historically those documents are the older and mm-hmm. <laughs> and younger. And so like they obviously weren't all around at the same time, uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah. I mean the twelfth century didn't just write right this this cool narrative and put it all together. but no there's 66 books that that come together and there, you know dozens and dozens of of different people who who wrote the things down, inspired by the Holy Spirit to bring the story you know, to us. And so, yeah, yeah, long before, like, like God knows. Cause I was talking about like when Abraham's sacrifice, you know, going up to sacrifice Isaac and Isaac goes, um, you know, I see fire. We got the wood. God will provide. So where is the lamb? Yeah. And I mean like that, just where's that That's circled in my Bible? Where's the well, lamb?
0: Dude, dude. And, 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 you know, not to kind of get off track here, but, but I've even noticed when, when Abraham um, and Isaac, when like when they leave, um, Abraham's servants, and uh, w- 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 when they leave his, his servants, he 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 tells them, We will return, we'll be back. Yeah, like, yeah. like he he doesn't, he does, he's not, he's not speculating at all, anyways. Like, all that he knows, God's gonna do something, he knows, God's he gonna, knows something. What God gonna exactly do something. That's exactly right, but, That's like, right. but you, yes. promised. you promised, you promised, I know it's the boy, he ain't yeah. had no kids yet, he ain't got right. no seed, so yeah. like. Um, yeah and and so to me again, just like the fact that why why again why Abraham because there's a twenty five year gap between Abraham and Isaac, if that gap had been closed or had been closer or if that gap had been further, the entire genealogy of Christ would be completely jacked up and 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 like and it wouldn't it and actually I don't I firmly believe this that it would not have passed through David yeah. I mean And and again, like I I don't I don't I certainly don't want to chase the the well, God would have done this or done that, you know, that that's beside the point. To me, it's it's that's how perfect it is. But the 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 actual Christmas story, you know, like, as you said, you know, they look to I my favorite part is the wise men Mm. because they are complete outsiders I don't necessarily know what part of the social class they are. I don't really care, and the reason mm. I don't care is because they are they are they are purely academics. They're mm. astronomers, and even they know something. And and you know, like they were looking, they saw they saw mm. how 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 the study of the stars right. paired with the prophecies. Something mm. massive is happening here. We know that this is the moment, and we are going to like. Oh my and gosh. It, they don't right. they nobody has to proselytize journey. to them. Like it's quite
1: it's it's quite a journey, you know, and because like they it's basically because people think they showed up like the same day, like, oh here's the no. shepherds and here comes the water. What woman. is it but like two years' journey, it was like, wasn't it? Yeah, like two like two years later. Uh, Basically, this they would have been in a the house. They would have been, you know, they're coming to the house, not to the manger, uh, because they didn't stay right. there. No, no, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it was a temporary place. Yeah. did grow up in a manger. <laughs> yeah, right. He was born and <laughs> placed in a manger, in a stable, you know, he didn't grow up in the stable. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. were you raised in a barn? Well, yeah.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I was um, not raised in a barn. I was born in one, but not raised in yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> born in one. Yeah, just, just born in one. Um
1: yeah, and so yeah, but they come, which so this is, this is great and foolish and silly, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, yeah. So there was this guy from the north. We'll call him a Yankee. And he came down to the south and the southerners and uh, seeing all of the nativity scenes. And uh-huh. he he kept seeing this strange thing. The only difference in the nativity scenes were the wise men were wearing um, firefighter helmets wearing firefighter helmets and okay. like, you know, he kept seeing this and he was like, all right, I got to ask somebody. So he goes to this little mom and pop store and they have one out front. And he's says, ma'am, I just got to ask you, why do the wise men have firefighter helmets on? You know, why do they have this? And she went, I, you know what? Do you all not read your Bible? <laughs> like I'm telling you, you you're Yankee. I know from it. Because you, you, I mean, it's obvious that you don't read your Bible because it says right there in the Bible, they come from afar.
0: They came from afar. That's right.
1: The wild thing <laughs> came from afar. And so that's why we put the fire helmets on there. There you go, listeners that are, not, that are not part I mean, of the heartland.
0: You know, that's the I was trying to think of earlier. The heartland. If you are if you're not part of the heartland, if you're not part of the south. <laughs> That is that is a 100% Southern southernism. ism. Yeah. So y'all go it's out not a fire. Put, make it's sure
1: make sure on your nativity scenes when you have the wise men that weren't actually <laughs> the,
0: there, wise, the wise <laughs> men from afar.
1: <laughs> make sure you put your fireman helmets on their firefighter helmets. Oh, that's funny. They come from afar. Um, Freaking gold and Frankenstein and myrrh. Oh, I know. That's
0: <laughs> I, yeah. I love that little cartoon. <laughs> Listeners. Um, we do love that you love our show. Merry Christmas. Um, I mean, Brad and I mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We really do. Um, whether you're a new listener, whether whether you've been been listening from the get go, um, obviously thank you for listening to our show. But guys, Merry Christmas. The good news of Jesus is true. The -hmm. good news of Jesus is real, Um, and it's
1: for everyone. He says it right there and look,
0: everybody. That's Right. right. Um this year um we we brad and i certainly pray um that that your christmas is one for the books um but uh one of my favorite prayers uh for for christmas time is is not just that you know everybody has a good has a grand old time because i i mean i do wish that but um I hope that Christmas has nothing to do at all with presents, mm. even though I know everyone or most everybody, to be quite mm. honest, will get them. Dude, uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to park here by any means because you know wrapping the show up. But in 1928, mm. um, uh, Irving Berlin wrote the song "White Christmas," mm. um, and excuse me, 1938 and Bing Crosby recorded it it's currently it is still to this day the most uh, the most popular single in the history of American popular music mm-hmm. Irving Berlin was a um, a Jewish immigrant and he, he noticed in 38 in 1938 he looked at the American uh, the American um, canvas you know the American culture um, cultural span and uh, and he really, he really realized that Christmas back then wasn't a, Chris, a Christian holiday. It was a consumeristic holiday. It was a, it was, um, you know, so it was a, it was a, an e- economical holiday. My prayer, my main prayer at Christmas time, um, is that, you know, me and Brad, listener, you guys as well, that the Holy Spirit really does instill the love of Christ. In, in your heart and in your mind, that you get to share that, that you get to experience that with him, but also with the people around you. Um, it is, I mean, presents are fun, presents are nice. We all, and I'm not gonna underplay that by any means, but the gift of Jesus is just as good with or without gifts. You know, I mean, so um, yeah. Merry Christmas, guys. Brad, looking forward to seeing you, man. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, listeners. Christmas. Murray. Listeners. Navidad. We'll catch you next time.